This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. This is, of course, your daily financial news show. This is something now we have been doing together for the better part of two years. Thanks to an inspiring conversation from Gary V or Gary Vanderchuk and the late, great Nipsey Hussle. Basically challenged us to do something every day. So why not do a daily financial news show? Before we get into uh, the news of the day, two quick updates. First, uh, remember, we do a live Q&A once a week, and that is on Saturdays. That will be in about 28 minutes right here on YouTube. Uh, We go for about an hour. I like the live Q&As because we can go deeper into your conversations because sometimes I read your comments, I have to make assumptions, and I am just wrong. I misunderstood the questions. So live Q&As are fun for me. So I hopefully will see you there again, 8 a.m. Pacific, probably four out of five Saturdays we do this together. Sometimes I just need a break. And then second, if you are a member of my course, I finally got up the seller financing uh, sections uh, from Ryan Nickel. Uh, A couple of things about them. First and foremost, I owe Ryan Nickel a huge thank you. He put together over two hours of content on seller financing. Second, I have already been through the material myself, and it is shocking. Shocking how much I still have to learn about all things real estate. You've been doing this 20 years, bought and sold lots of stuff, but there's always more to learn. So Ryan, thank you for putting that together. There's a lot in there. I will probably have to watch it again because I can be better also. So again, shout out Ryan for doing that. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I appreciate that. So on to the daily financial news. A couple of things uh, to talk about. First and foremost, kind of uh, top down. Uh, Something I was watching is uh, I was actually watching GameStop for just for for giggles. Uh, There's a gentleman named Roaring Kitty. That is his handle. Don't ask me why these names exist, but it was his handle. I think it's on YouTube. Anyways, he placed a rather large bet on GameStop via the option market. Those options came due on Friday, so yesterday. He had a choice. He could either take a quick win, which was roughly $7 million. Yes, folks, he could have won $7 million there. And then second... He didn't. He actually bought them and increased his position by 500,000 shares or 50,000. I don't know. Anyways, big ass number. And uh, let's just say he is committed to GameStop. So uh, I don't know about you. I don't think I could walk away from a quick 7 million in profit. Could you? 7 mil. Just take the winnings and go. I would have... Uh, I would have had a hard time saying no to that. But hey, Roaring Kitty, you are committed. So this is uh, pretty, pretty interesting. So next up, we have uh, the week ahead. The week ahead, uh, just to give you an update, lots of earnings. We 
Banks always start us off, which was last week. They all beat. They all started to reverse reserves. Again, told you that was coming. Nailed that one. Uh, but we got some interesting earnings next week. What I'll be looking for really is twofold. For me, like most earnings, it's not what just happened, right? That's what earnings are. The last 90 days, it's a summary of their income statement. And as an accountant, I know how much those can be fudged any one quarter. What I want to hear about is two things. One, I want to hear are more and more companies talking about the future. The last year, the last four quarters, too many companies have taken the opportunity to say, don't know, uncertain, not telling you. Hence, analysts have been atrocious as far as calling earnings. I don't think companies have that flexibility now. I think they must talk about the future or at some point they will be penalized. I wonder if that happens now. Second, I wonder if we are going to start to see inflation sneak in. Now, these companies reporting aren't going to say inflation, but you and I, if we pay attention to the reports, we can see it. Again, none of these companies will say inflation. It's not their thing. They will talk about input prices and customer prices. So the thing to watch out for are margins compressing. If margins are compressing, you have a fixed exit, mean consumers buy at X, but their input costs are rising. Again, if you read the income statements, you can see inflation before any of these talking heads talk about it. So I will be looking for inflation in the in earnings statement. And then lastly, many of these earnings will give us just another cut of the consumer. Is the consumer enjoying the sun, right? I'm using that analogy that I started talking about a year ago, right? We're in a dark tunnel, then there's a little speck of light. Now the light's bigger. Well, gosh darn it, I think on Thursday of last week, we stepped into the light. We are fully enjoying the sunlight. So let's see what happens. Specifically, we got Coca-Cola on Monday. It will be interesting to see if they talk about the future. I say that because Coca-Cola, unlike Pepsi, Pepsi because it has Frito-Lay and more snack-based, Coke is very dependent on events. And events are opening up even in California. The Golden State Warriors will host fans this Friday uh, for like the last six or nine, I think the last nine basketball games. So it'll be interesting. Uh, we have United Airlines. Will United Airlines be like, what was it last week? Was last week Delta or Southwest? Uh, anyways, again, I think it was Delta. It's not so much what United did last quarter. We know they burned a billion dollars or more. But what are you going to tell me about the summer travel season? These are all the little indicators that you and I could get. Uh, then we got J&J. Uh, &J. On Tuesday, it'll be interesting to see what's going on there. Netflix, Procter & Gamble. Again, Procter & Gamble and Netflix, really about the consumer, what is going on. Wednesday, we got Chipotle and Spirit Airlines. Chipotle is really that first, I want to call them fast food. I don't know if that's disrespectful. I don't know really where to put it. There's no real dine-in these days, but are they really still killing it with their mobile app? And then Spirit Airlines, I think, is one of those companies, that discount airliner, that will um, see an outsized return first, uh, given where they fly and whatnot. So it'll be interesting, again, like United, what is Spirit telling us about the consumer and what does the summer travel season look like? Uh, then on Thursday, we got Dr. Horton. Uh, Dr. Horton, are they slowing down? Are they speeding up? What's lot development? Are they raising prices? What's input cost? Dr. Horton on Thursday is going to give us 
a pretty decent view of what is going on. We also have tractor supply coming out, right? Our, our homeowners still kind of turning their backyards into gardens and, you know, all of those things. So lots of stuff going on. And then Friday, we got American Express. What is going on with the consumer, right? What is going on with business travel, right? American Express has a disproportionate historically of business travelers. I don't see it out there, but again, I don't look for it. So we will see what is going on. So uh, that is the week ahead for earnings. Again, are they talking about the future? Is there inflation because margin pressure came down? That is what we'll be talking about Monday through Friday next week. As far as uh, economic news, kind of a light week. The Fed actually goes into a blackout period because their um, their next uh, meeting's coming up. Uh, Thursday, initial jobless claims. Last Thursday's the day that I say we entered the light full fully. Uh, we're going to see if the initial jobless claims stay below 600,000 or was it a one-off noisy event. Let's all hope it continues our downward trajectory and you know, let's throw out some good news and say we get below 600000 Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, we also have, again, we're a real estate show, existing home sales. Let me guess. Remember last month? Existing home sales plummet, crash, blah, blah, blah. It's because there's a lot less inventory, right? What are we seeing there? It'll be interesting. I don't know if it's going to be this month. My guess is next month. Uh, we're going to start to hear inventories coming up, and you'll you'll hear something on that in a minute. I have a, a wrap-up here for you. And then on Friday, we have Manufacturer and Service PMI plus new home sales. Again, these are contracts signed. So again, lots of real estate stuff going on, whereas existing home sales, new home sales impacted by rising interest rates. Realize that these contracts were signed into a rising interest rate environment. So how was that done? Uh, we got uh, another thing we had is Kathy Wood. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Kathy Wood sold Tesla. Now, let's be fair. You can either look at that saying she's a pump and dump when you real, or you could say, you know what? She's just being a good fiduciary. Uh, I think Tesla got to be like 13% of her portfolio and she likes to cap it at 10. I think I think at some point you have to sell your biggest winners if you're running a big portfolio or an ETF. Uh, you don't want to have, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to go against your own rules that you set up ahead of time. So again, some people will look at Kathy Wood selling Tesla and claim pump and dump because she was on CNBC three times last week saying it's the best thing out there. Uh, but it looks like she sold Tesla and bought more Coinbase, kind of uh, diversifying. So I don't know. We shall see there. And then here's what I want you to think about because these are things we are going to hear in the next 4, 8, 12, 16 weeks. I want you to be ready so you are not surprised. One, inventory is rising. If you've been watching my channel for the last couple of months, you know that I think that is coming. I think that is going to create quality differences and opportunities for you and I. But you got to be ready. You can't be shocked. You can't let the talking head scare you. Two, affordability is dropping. Uh, as you know, if you read our book, my story, affordability index is something I follow and watch closely. It is going to drop. It is going to be a problem. Yeah. Rising prices, rising interest rates, double whammy. I do expect wages to go up, but that is kind of the lagging indicator. It is far quicker and easier for prices and interest rates to rise where wages will be later in this cycle. 
you'll hear interest rates going up. I do think we had a weird kind of three days last week where interest rates actually fell. I had Matt, the mortgage guy, on for an impromptu call on Friday. Uh, rates did drop a little bit Thursday and Friday. Hopefully you locked in because I think they're going up next week. But follow Matt, the mortgage guy. He's the expert on this. But it, the tenure just acted really odd uh, late in the week. Uh, jobs and wages are improving. Again, I think jobs are improving. I do think one of the outcomes of this is wages will go up as well. And then, of course, we will continue to hear inflation about to explode. Just the stuff we have to be ready for. This is going to be an interesting year. We're all in the sun now. We're all enjoying this. But what happens next? The consumer gets excited. We, we take these trillions of dollars of cash on the sidelines. We put it to work. Buying stuff, in experiences, all these things. We have a great stock rotation out of the five or six big names into larger things. It is going to be a wild year. But if you're a real estate investor, this could be a special year. Interest rates are going to stay low. Historically speaking, the Fed will do everything they can. I believe we're about to see a wave of inventory coming. So quality difference will be there. So do the work. Learn your market. Understand what good or great deal is. And let's have some fun. Remember, we will do a live Q&A in about 16 minutes. I will do that right here from my computer so we can go deeper into your questions. Remember, today's a great day to make some money. Let's be better than yesterday. Bye-bye.